You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less, realistically. It's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert, and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today is going to be a declutter with me episode, which is a series that we've been doing around here. And we have been kind of going through an area of the home together. I have been giving you some tips. I've been kind of sharing what I did to maintenance declutter that area. And the goal is that during the time you're listening to the episode, it would just give you motivation to declutter anywhere that you need to declutter right now. This episode is going to be one of those episodes, but it's going to be a little bit different because this month we are not going to approach an area in the home, at least not in our declutter with me episode. This month we are going to declutter our minds a little bit. Ever since summer started, ever since our days slowed down around here in my household, somehow my mind has kind of sped up and I'm not sure how to describe it other than it feels like it's going in a million different directions. I even sent a note out to my newsletter about this a little bit ago, which if you want to get on the newsletter list, um, you can go to minimalish.substack.com. But it's kind of that feeling of like having so many different things to do at once, but also not knowing where to start and not wanting to do any of them because you're overwhelmed by how many things are on your mental to-do list. This list of mine, this like mental to-do list kept growing and growing and it was starting to make me anxious. Like not just anxious because I wasn't really making progress on this never-ending list, but also it just was kind of triggering other ways that I struggle with anxiety typically. So Once I realized this was a problem, I tried to pin down where this problem was coming from. Why do I feel like this? Like, where is it coming from? And it's not just a mental to-do list of things that I actually need to do, like pay a medical bill or, I don't know, like a cleaning list or anything like that. It is a to-do list of things that I feel like I should do or should be, like, versions of myself that I feel like I should be. And this list, I didn't even really like know how to name it, but I I kind of realized when I was doing the dishes one night that I'm just feeling so overwhelmed by all these things that I feel like I should be doing or all of these people versions of myself that I should be. And I realized it was coming from consuming content. So consuming content on social media, consuming content on podcasts like you are doing right now if you're listening to this. Any kind of way that I was consuming content was making me feel this way. The world can be very loud if we let it. If we let ourselves spend too much time scrolling, even if we just let ourselves like consume longer form content that we find very purposeful typically, like podcasting or listening to a podcast, I should say, or reading a book, 
All of these things can be really great. I mean, even social media, it can be great. These can be places that we learn and grow and places we can feel encouraged. But if we consume too much of even purposeful content, it can be too much, too much of a good thing, right? And I'm sure that our personalities play a role in this. Like what might be a great amount of content to consume for one person might be totally different for someone else and might be way too much for someone else. So I realized that even though I had worked in the past to curate my social media like following list pretty well, and even though I've decluttered my digital world in the past, I was still feeling like there was too much information that was coming in. Whether or not I was asking for it, it was just constant. And the new way that Instagram's feed works like it'll give you suggested posts. So it's definitely an infinite scroll, like constant noise coming at you. And even when I would like purposefully choose to consume content, like I would choose to listen to a podcast or I would choose to read a specific book. It's like I couldn't focus on those things. And I'm sure maybe you can relate to that. I don't know. I don't think I'm the only person with this problem because there's just so much information being thrown at us, whether it's inspiring or relatable or entertaining or educational. I would find myself overwhelmed. I I do find myself overwhelmed and never fully finding what I'm looking for after like time spent on social media or even just like thinking before I start doing the dishes, I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to a podcast while I do the dishes. And I'm just like scrolling through my podcast feed. I'm like, I'm subscribed to so many podcasts that I can't even figure out what I want to listen to right now. There's just like too many decisions to be made to even find what I'm looking to find right now. And I could go on and on describing this situation, but I think that you might already relate. You might feel the way that I do. You might be kind of agreeing like, yes, I have felt this or I do feel this because this is a real issue. It's the overload of content and it's not only too much for our brains, but it keeps us unintentional. It keeps us wasting precious time. It keeps us from being present. And so I sat down, I realized this was an issue and I was very determined of like, okay, how am I going to beat this problem or at least limit it a little bit? Like, I need to declutter in a sense. So I didn't want to stop consuming all content, but I did want to be wildly intentional with what I was consuming. And so what does that look like? Again, I think it looks like decluttering. It's a version of decluttering and it's a version of digital decluttering. And I think typically when we think of like digital decluttering, we think of decluttering our email like actually deleting emails out of our inbox, right? Getting to inbox zero. That's a dream that I will probably never reach. I don't know. That's just like not, doesn't work with how I work. I do not delete all my emails every day. But um, there's that, right? There's photo decluttering. And maybe you have like 19,000 photos on your camera roll and digital decluttering would be decluttering your photos. Um, maybe it's like organizing your computer desktop. But what I'm talking about is different. It's a different version of digital decluttering and it involves, pretty much it involves social media and just like the content that we consume. And what I did before we dive into it, what I did was I just got so into this, like when I realized that this was an issue for me 
and I actually shared it on Instagram. Um, when I realized that, I just wanted to go all in of getting this under control for myself, but also helping others that are feeling the same way. And like, how can we do this together? So I created a challenge. So if this is something that you are already relating to this issue and you're like, yes, I want to do this. I want to hold myself accountable to doing this. So what you're going to do right now is go to DesireeEnduries.com slash content declutter. If you want to look into doing this together as a challenge, we're going to start this month. I'm going to give people like a week to get into the challenge and then we're going to do this together. It is going to be a good time. I made like a 20 something page ebook that is going to help guide us through this challenge. I made calendars. It is a 10 day declutter and then a 10 day challenge for like working on one, decluttering our content and then two, decluttering the way that we consume content, aka just like challenging challenging ourselves to spend less time consuming. Okay, so I made a whole challenge on this. If this is something that you're already like, yes, I need this, then go to DesireeAndries.com slash content decluttering. And I have not done a challenge. I have not done like a community decluttering challenge in such a long time. And I've been wanting to do one. This topic made me want to do this together because I need the accountability and maybe you do too. All right, let's dive in though. So we are going to talk about some ways that we can declutter our content here on today's episode, of course, and maybe that's all you need. Maybe you're just going to like take notes and you're going to go for it after you listen, or maybe you want to go further and take the challenge as well. Either way, what does it look like to declutter the content that we consume? First, in the endeavor of getting intentional with anything, I like to get deep before I do the surface level, like actual decluttering stuff. So when it comes to decluttering social media and what I consume online, I knew that I wanted to really dig into the why. Like, why do I scroll? Why do I consume content? And what type of content is good like for me, what type of content do I want to keep around? And then what type of content do I want to let go of? Because I knew I didn't want to like stop scrolling fully. I didn't want to stop consuming all content. I just wanted to be wildly intentional with what I was consuming. There is so much information online. It is an endless wealth of information. But getting rid of some of it, not all of it, looks like deciding what is our purpose for consuming content online? Like, what do we actually want from our phones when we sit down, when we open our Instagram uh, app and we start scrolling? What are we looking for? So kind of two things that I journaled about that I wrote down. I actually was doing my dishes. I had this thought of like, I need to declutter the content that I'm consuming. And then right after that, this is in the evening, um, I sat down and I was like, all right, let's let's get to the bottom of this. So why do you scroll? That's the first question I asked. Like, why do I scroll? Why do I seek out longer form content? So if I'm scrolling on social media, that's going to be shorter form, form content, right? But then also, like, what am I looking for when I'm looking for a podcast? What am I looking for when I am uh, putting books on my, like, to-be-read book list? Typically for me, when I reflected on this, it's either because I want to learn something, 
I want to be inspired in some way. I want to grow. Also, entertainment is part of that as well. Like, especially reading books. Um, I feel like that is a more fulfilling type of entertainment when I'm reading a fiction book. So I just, I wanted to mention that because I think it's important to not feel like this is all about, it has to be all about growth. Like everything we consume has to be about a way for us to grow. No, like entertainment is a very valid reason to consume content, right? It's a very valid reason to read a book or watch a movie or whatever else. And it's also a valid reason to be on social media. But it's just like, what's the balance? What do we want from most of our time on social media? What do we want from some of our time? And how do we get to this point where it's like a fulfilling time on social media or a fulfilling time listening to podcasts or reading a book? And it's something that is actually going to be purposeful, even if that purpose is for entertainment. So for me, again, I realized okay, most of the time I'm looking for some kind of information that's going to help me in some way. It's going to help me learn something or grow in some way. And sometimes it's for entertainment purposes as well. But when I pick up my phone and even if I'm like purposefully looking for something specific on Instagram, I do get caught up in the entertain part of it and just like scroll and scroll and I'm looking at random things and I'm kind of being entertained by it, but mostly just checking out, I think. And that's what I want to avoid because while it's a way to check out and that can be valid, it's also too much information coming in while I'm trying to check out. So it's not really working to actually check out, if that makes sense. So I then next made a list of kind of what my goals were, what areas of growth were important to me in this season And that list was going to help me in my decluttering. It's going to help me make a list of podcasts that I am going to keep in my podcast library and listen to regularly. And it's going to help me go to my social media and start to declutter my feeds in some way. And for me, my list involved parenting and motherhood is definitely a big way that I want to learn and grow right now just kind of struggling over here some days with like the five to six year old age. She's almost six. Uh, it's It's been a little different than what I'm used to so far in motherhood. So that is a big area of growth that I want to work on. Um, work, my work, my faith, and my home and homemaking. So those those were just like four categories that I jotted down very quickly when I thought about, okay, so Typically, I'm seeking out social media because I want to learn or grow or be inspired. Okay, then what areas of life do I want to focus on and learn and grow and be inspired in? Because I can learn, grow, and be inspired on pretty much any topic in the world, thanks to the internet. But that's too much. That's the problem. So how do I narrow it down and make this purposeful? Once I made that list, the first thing I did was just started to jot down like under those categories, which books were on my like to be read list. So I could kind of declutter that. And that's not really the type of content we're talking about with decluttering, but that's the type of content that I want to consume. So I just wrote those down first because those are priority. I want to read more. So I wrote those down. And then 
I started writing down the names of podcasts that I already listen to or that I've been wanting to listen to more often that fit within those categories. So that's my first suggestion is to really reflect of like, why do you typically scroll? Why do you typically consume content? Like what's the real reason of why you want to be doing it? And then also like what purpose what ends up happening when you actually open your phone and go on one of those apps. And then once you figure out like the real purpose of why you scroll, like what you're actually looking for when you do scroll or open up your, you know, social media apps, and then go ahead and think about, okay, well, what are your real, like more specific goals, areas of growth, And then that will help you declutter the content that you're consuming. And you can start like I did. It was kind of just easy to think of the longer form content, books and podcasts, and just list those out because those are the content that I want to be consuming more often than social media. And that doesn't mean that that's how you have to feel about it, but that's just kind of the the method that I went with. In our challenge, the first thing that we actually declutter is our podcast feed because it's kind of an easy thing to declutter. There's not really a bunch of different areas within your podcast app typically that you have to, I don't know, worry about. Like it's not constant noise coming at you with, oh, new suggested this, that, that, at least not on Apple Podcasts. Like I don't feel overwhelmed just looking at the app. It's just I felt overwhelmed with my podcast library. I needed less podcasts in there because a lot of them were podcasts that I hadn't listened to in months or even years. So that's the first actual area that we declutter. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in the second, but in a second. But as we think about decluttering our content, whether it be podcasts, social media, whatever, no matter which area we are decluttering, I think there are some questions that we can ask ourselves. So here are just a few of them. Um, One, is it useful? How does this content make me feel? How does this account make me feel? However you want to say it. Um, Is it aligning with my goals right now? And you just wrote down some areas of growth or goals that you have. Is it helping me grow or learn? Those are questions that we ask ourselves when we declutter physical things, some of those questions, and they are the same questions we can ask ourselves when we are decluttering our online world as well. So actually starting decluttering, like I said, podcasts are an easy place to start. And if you are listening to this podcast right now, then you are in your podcast app. So you could pick up your phone while you're listening press pause, right? So you don't miss anything. Go to your podcast app and start to look at all the podcasts you're subscribed to and unsubscribe to the ones that you don't listen to anymore. Maybe they just don't even publish episodes anymore. Maybe you like it, but like it just doesn't fit in with the areas of growth right now. And it's not super purposeful for you right now, whatever that might be. It really is going to be individual to you of how many are in that library. But as long as they're useful to you, as long as they are supporting the reason you want to be consuming a podcast and listening to an episode, then that's great. You have a very purposeful podcast library. Is hiring challenging? Yes. Do you love a good challenge? Also, yes. But sometimes having hope for that challenge 
is the best thing and you need a hiring partner that can help you rise to the challenge. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Indeed streamlines hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. And with Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. One of the things that I love about Indeed is it makes hiring all in one place easier with its hiring platform. Indeed gets you one step closer to the hire by immediately matching you with quality candidates, and it saves you a ton of time. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring platform, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to TalentNest 2019. So join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com minimalish. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com minimalish. Just go to indeed.com minimalish and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com minimalish. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So the next place to declutter the content that we are consuming is the biggest beast of them all, and that is social media, right? I went to Instagram first. That is where I spend the most time consuming content and creating content. It is the app that I spend the most time on. Also just feels like an information overload and feels very overwhelming anytime I'm on there. And I'm at a point where I don't want to get fully off of Instagram. Maybe for like the weekends would be good. And that's part of our challenge is to take a social media free weekend. Um, But I don't want to be fully off of social media, especially Instagram. I want to be on there creating. It is a place where I write and I post my writing. So it is a space that I enjoy. But I needed to declutter my Instagram feed. And I knew that after reflecting for like one second, that that's probably my biggest problem is what I consume and how often I consume on Instagram. And it can be quite an undertaking to declutter and try to make these apps, these social media apps, less loud places to be because of the way that they're structured and because they have ads on them that pop up and it's just like an infinite scroll that you can be doing and you never get to the end of it, right? So I'm going to give you some ideas to get started, but there are so many different directions that you can take this. And we're going to focus on Instagram, um, although I do have some ideas for the other apps and I will mention them. But when it comes to Instagram, the way that the feed is structured now is there are the posts from the people that you follow, but also posts from suggested accounts that are like the people that you follow. And some people might like that because then you can discover new accounts. I like to discover new accounts only if I'm purposefully looking for them or if someone that I already follow and love suggests that account. I don't want Instagram to just randomly suggest accounts to me. And I do not like if I'm looking through my Instagram feed to like hopefully just see some of the content from the creators that I love, 
I don't like the random things that Instagram suggests to me. So the first thing you can do is pretty easy, and that is you can mute, or snooze, I think they call it, the suggested posts. And you could snooze it for 30 days at a time. So I do this every month. Every time I see those suggested posts start to pop up, I go to, I think it's like three dots in the corner of the post, and I have to go into the settings and everything, and I snooze the suggested posts. Now, it might take you a second to figure out how to do this. You can Google search it. Um, I'm not going to give you like the perfect audio directions because it might look different on different people's phones. I have no idea. But either way, you can snooze your suggested posts. So you can just Google that really quickly and see how to do that. And that already helps limit the noise. But the next thing to do is just deal with your list of the people that you're following. And if you're following like a thousand accounts, which I have been there before, that's a lot of accounts. And you're probably not seeing the accounts that you actually enjoy because of that. Or are there accounts there that you followed like years ago and now you don't even see their stuff and don't even know they exist anymore? A lot of times our feed is cluttered up by things that might catch our attention, but it's not really purposeful because we followed it randomly at one point or another. So to get more purposeful about what our Instagram feed looks like, we can unfollow accounts. And this is one area where I picked a number and it just helped me mentally <laughs> to figure out like, okay, how am I going to reduce this number of people that I'm following? Because it seems like a lot. I just reduced it and I said, I'm going to get to 300. To go from like a thousand something to 300, I really had to think about why I was following certain people and what was the purpose and what purpose do I have for my time on Instagram and what do I actually want to see when I'm on there? And so to go from something like 1,000 to 300 followers, not followers, but following, Instagram will stop you along the way and say that you cannot unfollow any more accounts right now because they're just making sure you're not a robot, apparently. Robots unfollow a lot of people at once. I don't know. And so this might take a couple of days or it might, you can come back to it later in that same day. But just know that if that happens, that's typical. Like Instagram does not let you do that. Um, so this might take some time. Just some other tips. Uh, Facebook. If you spend a lot of time on Facebook, Facebook can be a really negative place. And a lot of times it's like people that we are know in real life are on Facebook. So you might not want to unfriend people on Facebook that you know, but maybe you don't want to see all of the people's posts. You can snooze. I don't know if snooze is the right word on Facebook, but you can snooze people like so that you do not see their posts. So that can help you with your Facebook feed. Um, you can also kind of restructure what you see in your Facebook feed. And I think that that is still an option, but I know it used to be. Um, to where like you can just see the Facebook groups that you're a part of or um, other things that you're interested in, like the pages you follow. And you can make sure that those things pop up first and are prioritized in your feed. And that's kind of a way to just make sure your time is purposeful on there and you don't get caught scrolling and consuming a bunch of stuff that you didn't want to consume. For TikTok, I don't really know. I'm, I don't know much about TikTok, but that app... I know the main feed is like a lot of suggested posts and that's kind of the purpose of it. And anytime I am on TikTok, I feel like I spend way too much time on there, way more than I intended to. So 
I don't know. If that's a place that you enjoy being, I don't know if you can do suggested posts on TikTok or not, but I do know that's like a huge purpose of the TikTok feed. So I don't know. I don't know much about TikTok. I'm sorry about that, but I'm sure there are ways that you can make it a little more intentional than what it might be right now. Overall, the main idea when we are decluttering these social media feeds is to really ask ourselves, like, what is our goal with social media? What is our goal with our time that we are on there? And for me, my goal is to, of course, consume content that is helping me learn and grow in those categories that I identified that are important to me in this season. But also, my goal is to just scroll less and consume less content. So for me, I deleted TikTok off my phone because I just feel like anytime I'm on there, I'm it's funny and fun, but it's not really purposeful for me personally. And then I am really trying to limit my social media time otherwise. Not only am I decluttering it, but I also just really want to limit my time on there. Limiting my time on there will obviously limit the noise and the amount of content that I'm consuming. So my goal is to really scroll close to zero on Instagram, spend most of my time on there just creating content and interacting with people, answering DMs, and then also like watching a few stories from the accounts that I love most on there. Just spending as little time as possible getting overwhelmed by all the content that I have access to, that we all have access to, thanks to the internet. And so I want to structure my feeds to support those goals and do my best to do that. Of course, the apps don't let me do whatever I want to those feeds, but I can do my best to make those feeds support my goals. What is your end goal with social media? With each app, even. Just Take some time to really reflect on what's the goal and then what boundaries can you give yourself on each app? There are lots of ways that we can give ourselves phone boundaries, but a lot of those ways we can override those boundaries, right? And so there has to be a level of discipline and that can be a struggle because our phones are created to be addicting and these apps are created to be addicting. And so at least like having that awareness is helpful to just know that. But what would actually work for you? Like, how do you work? How does your brain work? And try it, try something different than you've tried before. I know there is an app out there called Forest. And the Forest app grows trees on your screen, I think, and makes a forest on your screen for any time the amount of time that you don't pick up your phone. So that's one way to create boundaries around our phone, around our content consuming, around our social media time. Um, for me, having the time limits is helpful. Do I always follow them? No. But having them on there makes me more aware of the time that I'm spending. And so uh, at least on the iPhone, you can set time limits. And I've set my time limit on Instagram and social media in general to two hours a day. But if I do hit that two hours, then I know like any additional time spent on social media today better be for a really important purpose or else it's just not at all. Um, the biggest thing for me is to have time away from my phone, like intentional time away from my phone. It's not even near me to even think about picking it up. And doing that really helps me spend less time on my phone. I have a little like phone box. I've shared it before. I think I mentioned it on here before. It's called an RO. 
and it actually tracks the time away from my phone. So it's meant to be intentional time that you are choosing to spend away from your phone, not just like, you know, right now I'm recording a podcast, so I'm not on my phone or you're at work, so you're not on your phone. But this is like additional intentional time that you are putting your phone away and saying, I'm not going to be on my phone right now. That is helpful for me to kind of set a goal on RO, a goal time, and just try to have my phone in the RO for that amount of time in the day, whether it's like all at once or different times throughout the day to add up to that goal time. So boundaries around our phone can be very helpful in limiting the amount of content that we're consuming, limiting that very loud place that is the internet and social media. Okay, one more very loud place that we can declutter that I do want to talk about, and I kind of mentioned it earlier as a place that we typically think of when we think about digital decluttering, but it's not a place that we think of when we think of like the content that we consume. And this is also a part of our content decluttering challenge, and it is our email inboxes. I would say that, again, we don't typically think like we're consuming content when we're looking through our email, but... If you've signed up for newsletters from creator, content creators at some point or another, um, plus you have like emails from your favorite stores sending you things, it's really very similar to a social media platform, right? Although you are maybe getting very important communication to your email, you're also getting a bunch of different newsletters and a bunch of different ads and things like that. And I don't even know, like half the things that come into my inbox, I just don't even know where they came from. I don't even know who these people are who are sending me these things. And maybe you feel the same way. This is probably the biggest undertaking for me because it's not as easy. Like it's easy to unsubscribe from emails, but it just takes like a few too many steps for me. And so this is something that I typically avoid, but I know that it is a place adding to the noise because as I open up my inbox, there are just headlines very loud, like (laughs) telling me different things. And although I could ignore them and I could just leave them there or I can delete them, it's just still, it's loud. So it is adding to the overwhelm that we can get from consuming too much content. So how do we declutter our email if it is a problem for us? Well, you could go through it like a slow and steady process, like deciding to look through and unsubscribe to five to 10 things a day as you check your email each day. Or you can use an app like unroll.me. I'm going to put all of these things that I'm mentioning in the show notes, by the way. And you can always go to desireeendries.com slash minimalish slash 189 to see those show notes because sometimes like on your podcast app, the show notes aren't clickable links like they would be on my website. So all these links will be in the show notes and unroll.me is an app that can help you along in the process of unsubscribing to a bunch of different emails at a time. I have used that several times. I highly recommend looking into it. Okay. It's been a long journey on this episode together because content decluttering, decluttering the content we consume on social media, on podcasts, on our email, uh, every little online place. It's big. It's a lot. There is a lot of it. There's a lot of noise. If you walk into a cluttered home, you feel overwhelmed, right? If your home is cluttered, if you have a room in your home that's cluttered and you walk into that room, you probably feel overwhelmed. You might feel like you don't know where to start, right? Maybe that's why you found this 
podcasts in the first place. The same thing is happening when we are consuming content and it is cluttered. Our podcast app is cluttered with podcasts we've subscribed to over the years. Our email inbox is cluttered. Our social media feeds are cluttered. And all of it together is just so much. It's the same thing, but it's just not physical, tangible things. And it's all overwhelming us. So it is so necessary to approach this and to find a way to maintain it as well. And once we do this initial declutter, what is it going to look like to maintain it moving forward? Whether it is keeping the same number of people you're following on Instagram so that when you follow someone new, soon enough you need to unfollow a couple accounts. So it's just not ever getting super cluttered again. That's just one example. But the bottom line is to just Really think and reflect about how this never-ending stream of content is affecting you. What does content consuming look like for you right now? Is it purposeful? Is it helpful? Or is it too much? Is it overwhelming? Are you coming out of a time scrolling on social media feeling fulfilled and feeling like, okay, I did what I meant to do during that time? Or is it taking up your time and feeling like a waste of time? From there... Once we decide and really reflect on that all, then we can declutter, then we start chipping away. If you want to make sure you actually take action on this, if you want to do it with a community of people, then I hope you go to DesireeEndries.com slash content declutter and join our challenge that we're going to do later this month. But really, if we give ourselves like 10 to 20 minutes a day to just work on this digital declutter, eventually we're going to be at a place, and probably sooner than we think, we'll be at a place where our online world is a little less overwhelming than it is right now. And maybe we will feel like we don't have this constant to-do list of who we should be or what we should be doing that is getting added to in our brains. I hope this episode is an invitation for you to make your own list of goals that you have for yourself, your own list of your purpose, (laughs) of your time on social media, of consuming content in general, and how that social media content and podcasts and all those other things, how they can be truly useful and truly purposeful within those goals. And then to declutter the rest, whatever clutter might mean for you in your online content consuming world. That is all I have for today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, would you share it with a friend? Share it on Instagram, wherever you like to share things. I am grateful for you for doing that. I am so grateful for you every single week for listening in. Thank you so much for being here. And I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.